And behold, the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting upon him. And suddenly a voice came from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, afterward he was hungry. Now when the tempter came to him, he said, If you are the Son of God, command that these stones become bread. And he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Father. And the devil took him into a holy city, set him on the pinnacle of the temple, and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will give his angels charge over you, and in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against the stone. Jesus said to him, It is written again, You shall not tempt the Lord your God. Again the devil took him up to an exceedingly high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, All these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and ministered to him. Let the church say amen. 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 We thank God for our choir. We thank God for every member, disciple, and friend of Watch Chapel. Today, on this first Sunday in March, the first Sunday in Lent, I want to kick off a preaching series entitled, Anyway. Today I want to preach as the Holy Spirit shall help me preach from the topic, Believe Anyway. Believe Anyway. Lord, bless your word. Bless your preacher. Give us ears to hear. Remove every distraction, barrier, obstacle that would keep us from hearing from you. Your words, my mouth, in Jesus' name, amen. Believe anyway. Among many things, Satan is a shrewd and sophisticated strategist. If you know anything about our enemy, his tactics, schemes, and modus operandi, then you know that Satan is a shrewd and sophisticated strategist. As a strategist, Satan will do anything and everything for the purpose of stealing killing, and destroying. If 
dissuasion does not work, then Satan will use doubt. If doubt does not work, then Satan will use discouragement. If discouragement does not work, then Satan will use division. If division does not work, then Satan will use dysfunction. If dysfunction does not work, then Satan will use distraction. If distraction does not work, then Satan will use discombobulation. If discombobulation does not work, then Satan will use deception. Satan is a shrewd and sophisticated strategist. According to this familiar New Testament text, once again, Satan is seeking to steal, kill, and destroy. As Jesus has just been baptized in the Jordan River by his cousin John, Satan is using this high holy moment in the life of Jesus to distract Jesus from his divine agenda, sow seeds of doubt concerning Jesus' identity, deceive Jesus into believing lies, and discombobulate Jesus from fulfilling his divine destiny. And while the enemy is seeking to steal, kill, and destroy by sowing seeds of doubt, by deceiving, by distracting, Jesus, our Savior and Lord, believes anyhow. Despite what the enemy is seeking to do in the life of our Savior and Lord, Jesus believes anyhow. And on this first Sunday in March, I preach this message to everybody who is watching and worshiping to encourage all of us, despite the agenda and schemes of the enemy, we ought to believe anyhow. Tragically, as the devil lies, as the devil seeks to deceive, as the devil seeks to sow seeds of doubt, as the devil seeks to divide and conquer, steal, kill, and destroy, tragically and unfortunately, many of us become discombobulated between our ears and don't know what to believe. If the enemy tells a lie concerning our identity, we believe the lie. If the enemy twists Scripture just a little bit, some of us who are not grounded in the Word believe the twist of Scripture. 
If the enemy sows seeds of doubt concerning our identity, we unfortunately believe what the enemy says instead of who God says we are. If the enemy says that uh, fat meat ain't greasy and that if you touch the stove, you won't get burnt, tragically, some of us will believe the lies of the enemy more than we believe the truth of God's word. But I encourage every man and woman who is tuning in and worshiping to become so grounded in God, become so spiritually minded, mentally renewed, that the devil cannot steal, kill, or destroy by sowing seeds of doubt, by deceiving, by distracting, or discombobulating us. But you and I learn how to believe anyhow. Despite the devil seeking to lie, Jesus does not believe any lies. Despite the devil seeking to deceive, Jesus does not allow himself to become deceived. Despite the devil seeking Jesus to compromise, the Lord does not compromise. Despite the devil wanting Jesus to doubt, Jesus does not doubt. Despite the devil's agenda, Jesus believes anyhow. And if we are going to win the battles that the devil seeks to run in our lives, it requires that you and I believe what God wants us to believe. I'm not talking about believing anything, but I'm talking about believing what God wants you to believe. And maybe, just maybe, we have lost some battles because we are not believing what God wants us to believe. Maybe our marriages are not as strong as they could be because we ain't believing what God wants us to believe. Maybe the church ain't as strong as it could be because we are not believing what God wants us to believe. Maybe we are not as strong as we could be as disciples of Jesus because we ain't believing what God wants us to believe. Preacher, what does God want us to believe? First of all, Jesus believes in the importance of identity. As followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, we have to believe and should believe in the importance of our identity. Tell me what you mean, preacher. Well, I'm glad you asked. Jesus is baptized by John in the Jordan. Having been baptized by John in the Jordan, this is the first theophanic experience of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Jesus is baptized in the Jordan. God the Father says, this is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. God the Son communicates and confirms the identity of God the Son. Jesus knows who he is in God because his divine father confirms the importance of his identity. Who you are and who you think you are makes a world of difference. 
If you don't see yourself or embrace who God says you are, you will go for the yokey-doke. You believe you are three-fifths of a person. You will answer when people call you a H or a B. You will respond affirmatively when people call you the N-word. When folk call you out of your name, you will act like that is your name if you don't know who you are in God. And let me help somebody on this Sunday morning. You are a child of the Most High God. You are a child of the King. You ain't a B, but you are blessed. You ain't an H, but you are holy. You ain't an N-word, but you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You ain't what anybody else says you are, but you are a child of the king. Can I preach this to bless somebody? You are not a victim. You are a victor. You are not tragic, but you are triumphant. You are not less than, but you are a whole person because one is a whole doggone number. Go and pass the preach the doggone thing. You got to know who you are in God. And tragically, many of us do not know who we are in God. But because God told Jesus who he was, Jesus believed in the importance of his identity. Believe in the importance of your identity. But don't stop right there. Jesus believes that spiritual practices produce power. What does God want us to believe? God wants us to believe that our identity is important. God wants us to believe that spiritual practices produce power. Jesus is led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness of Yeshimon for 40 days and 40 nights. For 40 days and 40 nights, Jesus is praying, fasting, seeking God's face, and spending time with God. Jesus is not watching Netflix. Jesus is not watching Hulu. Jesus is not getting ready for summer vacation. But Jesus is engaging in the spiritual practices of prayer, fasting, solitude, where Jesus is seeking God. Consequently, when the devil shows up, Jesus has the spiritual power and wherewithal to fight the enemy because our practices will produce power. Go and preach, Pastor. And if you want to have spiritual power to fight the enemy, to be victorious, to live the abundant life, to experience new life, then you and I need to engage in practices that produce power. 
I wish I had some help on this Sunday morning. Ain't, no many, ain't nobody going to say amen to this kind of preaching. This is, this is preaching that is beyond the surface. There is no power, y'all ain't talking to me, in gossip and talking about folk. There is no power in the Migos and Lil Uzi Vert. There is no power in reading the latest tabloid magazine. There is no power in the News and Observer and the Wall Street Journal. There is no power in Hulu, Roku, and Mess. But there is power in turning your plate down for 40 days and 40 nights. There is power in reading the Word of God. There, there is power in fellowshipping with folk who are like-minded, iron sharpens iron. There is power in making your way to worship and lifting holy hands and praising the God of your salvation. There is power in talking to God and allowing God to talk back to you and I. If you want power in your life, This ain't rocket science, but mostly everybody I know has a cellular phone. And if you do not take time to plug the phone in to a power source, the phone, I don't care if it's the iPhone 15 that ain't out yet. The phone will eventually die. Yes. I don't care what kind of car you have. Unless the car receives gas, and I know gas is high. Help me, Holy Ghost. Tesla got to be plugged in. None of us have the power independent of ourselves to survive, thrive, and flourish without being connected to a power greater than us. Come here, somebody. There is a power greater than you and I. There is a God who sits high and looks low. There is a God who is our keeper, a God who is our creator, a God who is our sustainer. And as you and I practice the practices that connect to and with God, God will give you power to run and not get weary. God will give you power to fight and not lose. God will give you power to walk over lions and scorpions. God will give you power to live for him. He, he, he believes the importance of identity. Believes in the that power that practices produce power. But he believes in the strength of scripture. Notice as the enemy seeks to tempt Jesus in three areas, Jesus responds, watch chapel, by quoting accurately and contextually 
the word of God. Jesus does not quote the Wall Street Journal. Jesus does not quote what Biggie said in More Money, More Problems. Jesus does not quote Wale or J. Cole. Jesus does not quote the Isley brothers or the OJs. Jesus does not quote what the horoscope says according to the sign of Aries or Pisces or Leo. But Jesus says, you said. But the word says. And we ought to believe in the strength of Scripture. For those of us who are saved and being sanctified, nothing ought to trump the authority of God's word in our lives. I don't care if your degree is from Oxford University in London, Howard University 20059, Washington, D.C., North Carolina A&T, North Carolina Central. Nothing ought to trump the word of God in our lives. I wish I had some help on this Sunday morning. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but the word of God will never pass away. The grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of God will stand forever. I will hide his word in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Can I preach this word on this Sunday morning? Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of the Father. Don't tell me what they said. Tell me what the word says. Don't tell me what your zodiac sign says. Tell me what the word says. Don't tell me what they said. Tell me what the word says. When the enemy says you can't, the word says I can do all things through Christ Jesus who gives me strength. When the enemy says you don't have enough, the word says my God shall provide all of my needs according to his riches in glory. When the enemy says you are lonely and unlovable, God says I love you with an everlasting love. When the enemy says your tomorrow is messed up, the God, the word of God says all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. When the enemy says your enemies are going to prosper, the word says no weapon formed against me shall prosper and every lying tongue will be condemned. What would happen? If we spend more time in the Word, what would happen if we gave half of the time that we give to ESPN, MSNBC, CNN, y'all ain't talking to me, and just spend time in the Word? I dare everybody to just read a chapter in the Word every day. What does he believe? The importance of identity. Practices produce power, the strength of Scripture. But I got to close. 
He believes in angelic assistance. This is the Son of God being attacked by the enemy of God. He's just been baptized by his cousin in the Jordan River. The Holy Spirit has led him into the wilderness. And God has an agenda for his son. And if God allows his son to be dissuaded and deceived this early in the journey, you and I will never experience the blessings of new life, abundant life, and eternal life. And though Jesus has overcome the attacks of the enemy, though Jesus has triumphed over temptation, though Jesus is victorious as the enemy seeks to steal, kill, and destroy, God has a way of providing more than you need. I wish I had some help on this Sunday morning. Jesus has already experienced the victory, but God sends angels to minister to Jesus to make sure Jesus will get the victory. I don't know about you on this Sunday morning, but as I close this sermon, somebody ought to believe in angelic assistance. Yes, you are victorious, but praise be to God, every now and then I can look back over my life and see that God has sent angels my way. Do I have any help right now? Do I have anybody with a show enough testimony that know you are where you are because God sent some angels on your path? You think I'm doing the preaching right now, but God got some angels blessing me to bless you. Somebody got in a car accident, but they walked away. The car was totaled because God sent some angels. You were suicidal, had the gun in your mouth, but God said no because God sent angels. You thought you were going to lose everything, but God sent some angels your way. I wish I could go old school. This ain't February, but I got to say all night and all night. Angels, keep watching over me. Do I have a testimony? Can anybody shout right now and praise God because some angels blessed you? Some angels encouraged you? Some angels opened doors? Some angels are keeping you? Despite the devil being a liar, we got to believe what God wants us to believe. Believe what God wants you to believe. You ain't a B or an H. You ain't an N-word. That's some stuff Pope can't call me. Like who, you, I, you, I mean, you talking, but you, I mean... There ought to be some stuff folk can't say to you that you must got, I'm going to keep on walking because you. Spiritual power requires practice. God gives us practices that we can engage in. 
I ain't getting up out of church. What you bring? I ain't being fed. Are you investing? Ain't nobody, you grown. Ain't nobody baby feeding you no Gerber. You ain't in no Cheerios. Where your Bible? Where your sword? Where your shield? Believe anyhow, the devil's a liar. The devil's going to lie to you and I every day. Believe what God wants us to believe anyhow and any way. There's somebody right now, my sister, my brother, family. The battle is won between our ears. The battle is won between our ears. Your mind touches your heart. Your heart touches your feet. If we believe the wrong stuff, we're going to act the wrong way. Believe what God wants us to believe. God has never lied in Scripture. I don't care what Merrill Lynch says. I'm a tithe first. I don't care what Madam Sister so-and-so says. I don't care what the palm reader says. I'm going to live by the word of God. Ain't nobody saying amen. My sister, my brother, family, if you're not saved, we want you to get in the right relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Today's the day for you to accept Christ as your Lord and Savior. If you're saved but don't have a church home, today's the day for you to unite with Watch Chapel Missionary Baptist Church. Sister, my brother.